Hey folks, uh, just me here today, just your old buddy Randy Chardonnay holding it down here on the mic for this week's star-studded episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. This is a podcast where I uh, sit here at my desk and I watch a classic film, scare quotes, classic film from adult cinema, and I tell you about it because that's what you want, right? You want my voice in your ears, maybe while you're trying to sleep or uh, waiting for the takeout to show up or while you're doing the dishes or maybe just while you're trying to silence the voices in your own head, uh, telling you that things are bad and that going to get worse. And those voices are right. Uh, the voices are correct, but you've listened to them long enough and maybe you should just listen to me for a while. So you picked up, I don't have a guest this week. Um, thank you so much to Reno Dakota for coming on the show uh, last episode, telling me never to do the show again. I did not listen to her. Um, I wonder if anyone thought that I should. Probably a lot of people think that I should. I wonder if anyone thought that I would, that that would just be the way it went out. Just, well, that's it. That was it. He's done, and we never heard from him again. No, I'm back. I'm, I'm talking about a movie uh, this week called Amanda by Night. Uh, this is another movie from the X-Rated Critics Organization Hall of Fame, uh, and it's, it's a lot better than the last one from this list that I checked out. I'm more or less going through the list in alphabetical order. Um, I had to skip one because I couldn't find it good copy of it that wasn't in German. Um, that's a little bit ironic because the name of the movie was like All American Girls or something. And um, yeah, I think English was the original language of that one. Germany, a very horny country though. So that's something to keep in mind um, for all our German listeners. Uh, yeah, we know. We see the statistics. We, uh, we, we've got the receipts. Germany, Deutschland, very horny country. So congrats. I mean, take a bow, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so Amanda by Night is our movie this week. And I want to talk about that. Uh, just check in a little bit from my from my book. Um, of course, a tab over to that. This is from my, my manuscript. Uh, this is from my book, Like Fine Wine, The Randy Chardonnay Guide to Adult Cinema. I wonder if I said the title exactly the same this time as I said it last time of my fake book. I hope so. Here we go. Amanda by Night is a... I'm going to take that again. Amanda by Night is a porn noir classic. Veronica Hart stars as Amanda, a madam trying to distance herself from a fashionable pimp named Friday, played by Jamie Gillis. Jamie is hoping for the local councilman's help in setting up a new nightclub, so he seeks out Veronica, who sends a couple of dominatrices over to the councilman. When both of the dominatrices end up dead, homicide detective Ambrose Hart, played by R. Bala, takes the case. Can he solve these crimes before it's too late for Veronica? Can he nab his man despite interference from vice cop Rosario, played by Ron Jeremy? 
Probably is the answer. Probably. Keywords. Fishing hat. Sex work. Sex party. Noir. BDSM. Drugs. A thing that I noticed when I was writing that and reading it and that you probably noticed when you were listening to it in your ears is that in the summary of the story, really talking a lot more about the fellas than about the ladies. And that is kind of how the story works for sure. Uh, in particular, I'd say Samantha Fox and Lisa DeLue, uh, they don't get as much to do as I'd like them to. Um, they sort of show up early on. They're the dominatrices. Is that right, do you think? Dominatrices? That's not a plural that most people get to use very much, but I'm really enjoying saying dominatrices. I think that's one of my trademark things as I sort of seize on a word, get really excited about it for an episode, uh, and just keep saying it over and over until you're very sick of me saying dominatrices. But basically, they only get like a little bit of screen time, and they're both great. Uh, they're both just quite charismatic performers. Love to see them. Um, but Lisa DeLue ends up... Uh, in um, in the pool drowned very early on and Samantha Fox perishes of a kind of a it's a drug overdose but it's sort of set up by the uh, Jamie Gillis's evil character Friday uh, I do like Jamie Gillis he's one of the fellas I'm happier to see in one of these movies a handsome man looks great in a black cowboy hat in a white suit uh, this movie literally has a black hat character and a white hat character it's kind of funny in how obvious it is it's also funny that uh, our bala's uh, character lieutenant ambrose hart in his white hat um, it's literally a white fishing hat uh, this movie has like a proper, it feels like a proper budget. You know, people go to different places. Uh, the scenes don't all take place in like one soundstage. There are scenes uh, shot outside, like in cars. There's a conversation that happens between uh, three or four characters all in, all in different cars kind of lined up next, next to each other. And that's, I mean, I know you're, you're hearing that and you're like, whoa. They had cars. Congratulations. Uh, but compared to a movie that just like all one set where they're like, okay, we're changing from the bedroom to the uh, drugstore set. So wheel out the bed and wheel in the rack of postcards and then we'll change scenes. You know, compared to that sort of thing, actually seeing our characters go outside is like, wow, this is exciting, immersive, thrilling. Uh, but anyway, um, despite some impressive things in that regard, Arbala's cop character, he just wears this, like, this goofy, like, sweatshirt. It's not even quite a sweatshirt. It's, um, maybe you'd call it, it's a, it's a hat, it's like a quarter zip, right? Is that a thing? A quarter zip? That he wears all the way zipped down and this, like, goofy, like, uh, floppy fishing hat. And he's supposed to be a cop? And it's great. I love it. It's a pretty sympathetic character. I think when I've seen him before, he's been playing like grosser guys, but he's very explicitly the white hat in this. It does uh, fall down in a couple spots. Um, 
he's he's sympathetic to the sex worker characters <laughs> all of the literally all the women in this movie uh yes thinking 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 yes i don't believe there's a single uh woman in this film single female character who is not a sex worker in one way or another um so okay good job movie um but he's he's broadly sympathetic to them but there's one little cringy moment where um he's he's interviewing veronica and veronica's like what do you care cop if about another dead hooker or something along those lines um no what does he say what does she say something like um if oh what do you what do you care if um if oh i now i remember what do you care if some hooker gets wasted and he says rather than something like well i'm a you know i'm trying to do a good job at my job and i investigate murders and i think that every uh, murder should be solved and people brought to justice or something like that uh he says because i don't like the people who do the wasting that's why oh okay so i don't really care about the victims of crime i just uh, don't like the criminals okay anyway had you had a chance there white hat to to do a little better um but you know he um he we do see him also uh break up um a some crimes happening at a massage parlor our old pal ron jeremy is there and his story um his his little little, little bit is uh kind of wild um so he's a real skis in this movie and he's very good at that he's a skeezy fellow we kind of decided maybe he was canceled from, from we were canceling his movies um because he's a skis uh, but i decided to do this one anyway because it's my show now and i make all the rules but anyway yeah super skis and he's exclusively a skis in the movie he's a vice cop He's more prominent in the beginning of the movie, kind of goes away and then shows up at the end to kind of throw a spanner in the works and almost um, almost gets Veronica Hart uh, killed um, by the, the rich uh, council, councilman guy who's one of the two one of the two crooks in the movie. It's basically like it's a noir. There's not just one villain. It's, um, it's pretty well done. Both Jamie Gillis and, the, and um, John Alderman, um, they are sort of uh, they're they're kind of conspiring together and against each other and yeah it's 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 basically well done i'm 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 pleased with the relative complexity of the story why was i talking about those guys okay so they're the main main villains uh and ron jeremy he's kind of got this like kind of like training day style subplot where he's like breaking in the new uh the new vice cop and like making sure the new vice cop is cool and is going to do enough vices with him and will be cool with you know again um forcing um themselves on uh ladies working at the massage place and and so on and that's what they're doing and it's uh one of the i'm gonna just tell you i'm just gonna spell it out this is the craziest thing that i have ever seen in an adult film and i am going to share it with you uh with my words and i'm going to be making um kind of weird faces while i do it because it's a uh, pretty wild yeah so we've got the two vice cops 
uh, forcing themselves on the woman working at the massage place, because that is what they do. And then um, uh, Lieutenant Ambrose, who's working the case, he shows up at this place because it's, I guess it's, you know, it's, it's got a known connection to, uh, to sex work. He's trying to identify uh, a murder victim. So he goes there and he ends up stepping into the massage room where these, this, like, this situation is happening. And he quietly, um, well, he unholsters his service weapon and he aims it at uh, at Ron Jeremy's character. Uh, adult filmmakers think that we need to uh, visually experience the male orgasm, and uh, and but sometimes in a more story driven uh, movie like this one, they look for an excuse. So some story reason why the fellow has to um, pull out at the last minute. And in this film, the reason that Ron Jeremy pulls out at the last minute is because another police officer is holding a gun to his head. And so we have the rather outlandish moment of seeing Ron Jeremy uh, stroke himself to completion while fearing that he's about to get shot. Oh, they don't let it Here's your big chance to come and go at the same time. Oh, oh Rosario. Oh. Now that you came, how would you like to go? Oh, hard, oh. oh, you son of a bitch. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, oh skipping. You know, it's a very appealing idea. You know that? Oh. He, he said this was... Bende, shut up. You're making me nervous. Come on, Rosario. Over against and the wall. It's wild. And it's also wild because to think about like i mean he must have known right that must have been part of the the notes for the scene like okay yeah so ron um you're gonna um be fucking her and uh and then arbala is gonna be behind you he's gonna be kind of watching you know seeing when you're you're right there and he's you're gonna know to pull out when you feel the prop gun uh, press against your neck and then just sort of like, you know, jerk off and that'll be that. That'll be the end of the scene. It's, um, it's really weird. Um, I, I watched it and I'm still a little bit in awe about it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most noteworthy thing in this movie that, um, particularly wild, moment uh and this the generally high production values uh pretty good story elements a short shrift to uh to the ladies in the story um for sure but another thing i do like is that in the end arbala quits the cops um to spend his life uh with veronica hart and i think that's great that is a positive message and this movie gets it cops the thing to do if you're a cop is to quit being a cop. Um, I know that there are a lot of cops who listen to this show. That, I'm kidding. There's no one who listens to this show. I know that there are lots of our, our boys in blue, uh, our thin blue line, our law enforcement officers who listen to this program. And what I'm telling you is you might think that you are changing the system, but fellas, 
the system. The system's changing you. So, um, yeah, get out, go live on a yacht, uh, with Veronica Hart. Oh, one, one last thing. And I may have to make you watch this, uh, via a GIF at, um, uh, Reddit slash R slash dirty VHS. Um, Arbala and Veronica Hart finally get together in the last scene and they're doing these kisses that are just, they're bad kisses. It's like they haven't aligned their mouths properly and they're just kind of like jamming their tongues at each other and it's like come on just get that angle right folks it's not that hard get that angle right any other stray observations oh you know i'm always glad to see samantha fox um and she makes a pretty good dominatrix um i don't know that i enjoyed watching uh, her and uh lisa delu um scream at this fellow in a mask um but they're good at it Lisa DeLue always ha- also has like a goofy southern accent that's fun to listen to because it's it's really not good. It's not strong. All right, worm. Start licking. And better be pretty goddamn good or else it's whip time again. Please don't hurt me. Um, this movie has a body double, which is kind of funny. The guy who plays the councilman is not the same fellow who's in the councilman's one sex scene. I think that allowed them to get a little bit better actor uh, to play the councilman's part since they could uh, put a mask on their porn performer and have him get yelled at uh, in the in the sort of um, bondage scene. Um, but yeah, I think that is about it. Sorry, it's just me this week. But you're welcome for the shorter episode. These are fun, right? A little more bite-sized, a little more digestible. Keep it quick. Something for you to... It's sort of like, I want, I'm going to be the show that you listen to while you're waiting for your other show to download. That's my goal. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. And yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to rate this movie Four Ferns. does have some actual ferns in the movie. Um, it probably would have even been five... Um, if one of two things happened, if maybe Samantha Fox got more to do in the movie, she's great. Love her every time. She doesn't last long enough. Lisa DeLue, same story. Uh, but the other thing I could have done would be to have a cool theme song, the Amanda by Night song. Maybe I should start writing those. Not a bad film. Uh, don't watch it. It's kind of bad. No, you know, you you know what the rating scale means. Four Ferns is just shy of an actual recommendation.